Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Charity Stripe on a new generation of radio. The mightier 1090 AM, SoCal Sports Talk. We're back once again, baby. It's the Charity Show. I pitch your free throws because they're free. I'm Joshua Fish along with Alexander DeSopolis and Nicholas Nax Kreider. Fantasy football betting advice. We're brought to you by betonline.ag today. Go to betonline.ag. Put your money down. Get the welcome bonus. Do everything they have to offer both your online casino and have a blast at betonline.ag today. We have some betting advice. We have two games of pop, two games each. Nick. We'll start with you. First of all, before you know what, we won't start with you, Nick. We're going to start with you in the betting advice section, but I do want to start here at this point. Me and my boys have a bet. I paid them 40 shekels each top of the year. And if I run the full slate, go 16 for 16 or 14 or 14, whatever it is on bye weeks, they have to pay me 40K each. Last week, I didn't get it, but I went 13 of 16, which is pretty good. Picked 13 out of 16 games straight up in the NFL. Well, nice. now with the now with the buy starting, I mean, you, you're getting into territory where it's really doable. I think it's super doable. One, I was so close that one guy tried to back out of the deal, and I told him, "No chance, Cinderella. The glass slipper is not coming off. Pumpkins not coming. No back. chance. No chance. This ball is for real." Um, betting advice, Nick. Yeah, that was a weird one. You're up first. Give us your first game. What do you love? I'm up first. Okay. You're first. Um. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with NFL right. um, because that is the premier sport right now in premier. our show, Premier League. Um, but I really like the Chargers plus three. I know it's a homer pick, but they've been playing some excellent football. And that Baltimore team did get a win against the Colts, but it was in very ugly fashion. I mean, they had to come back. They're down the entire game. And I mm-hmm. think that with the Chargers, you're not going to be able to go down on them and let them come back on. You're not going to be able to come back on them. I mean, they're going to keep their foot on the gas pedal. And it's very clear that Herbert's not going to be that guy to give up a game. Now, I always think that this defense is built for running quarterbacks. They have done this to Lamar before, and I know it's a new coaching staff, but the way that our defenders or the Chargers defenders are built, the way that they play ball, it's to combat speedy athletic running quarterbacks or speedy receivers. It's not against power running backs. So I think that if Baltimore has a chance to win this game, it's going to be Latavius Murray running it down their throat. Right. So I like the chargers plus three it's in Baltimore, but I think this would be an even, even line, a pick them. If this was when LA. Wow. So would you even, would I ask you this? You're going to go with them plus three and a half. Why not money line? Why not just go for it? You want the points? You want a little cushion? I want a little cushion. Okay. I want to I want to save my butt as much as to save the better's butt because right. we do know that Escano has blown some kicks here and there and you know that could t- easily factor into plus 3. Mm-hmm. Um so I'd stick with plus 3 for now. Yeah, the kicker in powder blue has spent a lot of time on his knees and he's not praying to God. Um, yeah, and the kicker that wears purple and black is is pretty darn good. So if you're looking at the end of the game and it is a shootout, I, I agree with you, Nick. I don't think that the Ravens are going to be able to stick with the Chargers offense the entire game. If they take a half off like they did against the Colts, you're not winning that game because the Chargers will beat you for sure. 
Crush they're just, they look like the best offense in the NFL right now. And I don't see that slowing down, Mm-mm. but if it is a shootout end of the game, we know Justin Tucker is no, he's no stranger to winning a game, putting the, putting the team on his back. So I, I like it three and a half. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that for show. Take that. You're going to get that for show. Do we want a super bad too? Would that be welcomed or some movies? We got one. It was called, it was called book smart. Okay. Yeah. Who was that? You that didn't know that the lead of Booksmart was also Jonah Hill's sister. And you was that you who got in my face? Someone got in my face about that. I think it was you. I don't know if I got in your face, but I did not think that Beanie Feldstein was in fact Jonah Hill's younger sister. I didn't know. Yeah, you were an anti Beanie Feldstein. I'm I was not anti Beanie Feldstein. I'll tell you who I'm pro. Who? Beanie Wells. Love okay. that guy. Yeah. Talking talking beanies. He played Shout for the Cardinals out. for a little bit, but he was a stud at Ohio State. Um, This has nothing to do with Ohio State or the Cardinals, but actually it does have something to do with Ohio State. Okay. Coach that formerly coached the Ohio State Buckeyes. Wow, this is it. Is getting his first win of the season. You know, I'm, you know, I love a good upset pick. The Jags are playing against the Miami Dolphins. Tua should be returning from injury. Mm -hmm. It's in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is starting to get hot. I think that the Jags offense is going to do enough on this depleted Dolphins defense, we've got guys that are out, which, you know, that's the strong the strong point of this team. And I just can't get behind Tua, especially not a Tua who's coming back and ailing from uh, an injury. I mean, the guy's rib was broken. It, it still probably is. It's, it's going to be a managed injury, but I, I just think that the Jags are starting to put things together on the offensive side of the ball. And mm. I like this money line pick. I like so it. Right but I like it for a different reason, and I hate to stat correct you, but it's not in Jacksonville. This game has been playing overseas. Oh, that's right. In London. Yeah. It's been playing You're in right. London. You're right. The Jacksonville, helps. Sorry, excuse me. Jacksonville is the home team. Yes, true. Well, look, Jacksonville has got a great fan base in London. Um, I think that's a great pick. I think if they're... I look, I, I mentioned that I have this bet with my friends, and that is one of the games that I'm testy on, uh, to say the least. I'm not excited to pick that one. If Urban's going to get his first win, it's going to be against the Dolphins team coming back from injury. The two a thing, you don't know how that's going to shake out. I think it's a good pick. I'm going to stay on the upset train. I'm going to go money line. I'm going money line on an upset pick. Call me crazy. Call me out of control. And because it's a crazy pick, because I actually think the Bengals are good. I think the Bengals are a good competitive team. There are a couple of weird field goal situations um, from beating the Packers last week, but the Lions are also a couple of weird field goal situations. Dude, what are we going to sit here and poo-poo the Lions? They barely lost the Vikings. They barely lost the Ravens. Dan if Campbell the Lions were playing in the podium. If they were playing any other team, I'd be with you, but I can't go against Joey B and Jamar Chase, and I, I can't do it. Go okay. Or Nick, you, Nick called the Chargers defense our defense, so I can't go against the Bengals. And Nick... You should never be afraid of calling them our defense because you're a Chargers fan. Don't be afraid. Nick, okay, I mean, Tuss, you were for like nine teams, dude. I'm pulling for the Lions here. They're my AFC I, team. I think, okay, I think this is the this is Dan Campbell's first win as a head coach. I think Goff has been given peanuts to work with, and he's done a decent job. I love Swift. Jamal Williams is the most likable player in the NFL that no one's talking about really still. And I, I think they, they hold their own at home against the Bengals. If they don't do it this week, I don't know when at this point, because this is just getting ridiculous. And do they just- get their, uh, do, do they get our, one of our favorite receivers, Ty Williams back this week? I think they might. Is that this week? I mean, Ty Williams is like, 
I feel bad that he keeps getting injured, but one of the most overrated receivers and overpaid receivers I've seen this side of the Mississippi. Um, but I'm riding with the Lions, and I'll stick with it, and then we'll go, I guess, in reverse order. Another pick, I'll go spread them here. Spread, spread Monday night game. Bills, Titans. I think the Bills go into Tennessee and wax. Yeah, I mean, they're playing like the best team in football right now. I don't, I don't see how they're going to be stopped, and the Tennessee team has been very shaky. Mm-hmm. Especially think- their defense. Oh, yeah. Defense stinks. Can't stop a nosebleed. They're A1 Shakey's Pizza. Yeah, A1 Shakey's Pizza, Shaky Shaky Beef um, from your local uh, Asian cuisine. Um, and I think that Derrick Henry has a tough time against the Bills' defensive line. I really do. Receivers are often injured. Tannehill's been up and down. I think that Buffalo goes into Tennessee and puts absolute waxing on them. And Josh Allen has had, I mean, he's, I think, has had his ups and downs, I've said in our show, but when he's firing on all cylinders, I mean, that Dawson Knox has been excellent. Diggs is Josh, great. Josh Allen's been too much. Two back to back MVP caliber weeks. I mean, he started slow, but like he's the he type of so guy slow. that can catch fire and just continue it. I mean, there's no reason why your pick shouldn't hit here. There's no reason. I think I like both of my picks. I know Toss is anti one of them. Toss will go back to you with your second pick. Yeah, my second pick is it's basically a pick 'em, um, but it's not. It, the The Carolina Panthers are favored to lose by one point, mm-hmm. and I like them to win this game. I at home. they're at home against the Vikings. I know the Vikings have a high powered offense, but I just I don't trust them. I don't trust them yet. They they were able to do it the first three weeks of the season. Last week they were in a plus matchup. They should have easily won. They did win but they made it look way too difficult. I think, um, Josh, you just traded for Adam Thielen in a league. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to poo-poo your trade, but I think he's getting up there in age, and, and we're going to see him hit and miss throughout the rest of the season. Justin Jefferson is awesome, but I think that this Panthers defense is really slept on. It, it's it's really good. Rule is a good coach. He knows what he's doing. Darnold had a bad game last week. He'll bounce back. They get McCaffrey back. Um, and their receiving core. I mean, DJ Moore is playing like a top tier receiver this year. So I, I just like this Panthers team. And I think for a plus bet here at home, I don't like it. I'm, I'm taking the Panthers. I'm riding with the Carolina team. Home dogs, home dogs. I'm all about the home dogs. I do want to pose a question. Do you guys think that Robbie Anderson has slept with Sam Darnold's girlfriend because he is nowhere's villain fantasy? Absolute dreadful pick. But I, I, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. Don't they we pay don't him we, all this money? Don't we know though that like we shouldn't be fooled by last year Robbie Anderson because Robbie Anderson is I always was. a guy coming into the season where we herald him as this guy who's going to be a huge performer because of his big playability and then he rocks. never does it except a few games during the season. He'll have one game where he scores three touchdowns, has two bombs that he catches from Sam Darnold, but we can't expect he's not a possession guy and that's what DJ Moore is for this team and he yeah. can he can turn it upfield. Yeah, it's completely right. I think, yeah, I just think those guys hang out a lot more. Sam Darnold than and DJ Moore probably hop on the sticks on on Warf on Warzone Call of Duty a lot more. And Robbie Anderson's still stuck on Fortnite. So Okay. That's an interesting evaluation, but I think a little less likely than my initial gut check. But I'll ride with that. Either way, Nick, tomato, tomato, potato, to pot, potato. I mean, Robbie Anderson's completely shanghaied me this season. Nick, what is your final bet? My final bet. This is it. It took a lot of a lot of thought for me to to do this one, but you're a deep, you're a deep um, thinker. <clears throat> I'm a deep thinker, and I'm going to go to the college landscape. Oh wow! And see, this is a very interesting bet here that I don't think many of our listeners are going to tune into. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking 
the UTSA Roadrunners minus oh, come on. And a half. Wow. Minus 18 and a half against Rice. Rice. Wait, this is the game is we're not, betting on? It is. Okay. Rice is not a good football team. No. They were blanked by our Longhorns. Yeah. But for those of you who don't know, the Roadrunners are also one of my teams. I went there for a semester for a year, my freshman year in college. And this program has really, really grown. They started off um, really, I think, five or six years ago. And they've really become a, a pretty nice college football team. They're undefeated this season. They've been working teams. And they're not getting enough respect. They have a really high-octane offense. And I think that they can really get this done. And I guess make somewhat of a statement that they're not a powerhouse, but they're more of a dominant team in their conference. Mm. Nick, I love that pick. I thought for a second you were going to throw out the Sacred Heart Lions. That's a little uh, joke between the two of us. But for anyone who doesn't know, a roadrunner is a flightless bird that runs very, very fast across the desert landscape. Or or for those you don't know, it's high-speed internet connection in Southern California. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out the uh, Tulane team because you guys are throwing out secret jokes. I have a personal joke with Tulane that you guys you guys can have your Sacred Heart joke. I have cool. My have fun joke over there. That's just something I want to throw out. Uh, fantasy football toss. We'll start with you. Who you like this week? One, give me a guy or two. You're like, okay, I'm in on these guys. Give me a guy or two. Kick rocks. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, do you mind if I start with the guy who who I want to kick rocks? Please kick rocks. And this is a guy. The reason, the reason being is because I think a lot of people with the first round of bye weeks um, are, are getting and, and also injuries to the running back are getting kind of desperate. And I don't mm-hmm. want anyone who's listening to make a desperate play. So that's a very good advice from you. The Bears running back core. The Bears running back core now has shaped up to featuring Khalil Herbert and Damon Williams because David Montgomery is out. Khalil Herbert got 17 carries last game, but I do not want you to buy that. He had 70 yards on the ground. They were up in their game. They had to run in the second half. They, they opted to give him the ball. They're going to be down in this game. They're going to be throwing a lot more. They're going to be throwing to Damian Williams. So don't buy the Khalil Herbert nonsense for this week. Don't flex him. Don't put him in as your RB2. Figure something else out. Or ride Damian Williams. He's a San Diego kid. Yeah, Damian Williams. That's it. That's part of the reason. I think he's going to get. If you're in a PPR, especially Damian Williams is a guy that is going to get a lot of touches. He's going to get a lot of passes. I like that toss. And if you like San Diego kids, there you go. There's one right there for you. I I know a San Diego guy. He's I I toss. I think that's some good advice. I think I'm glad you gave advice rather than just be like, oh, start Jalen Rager, sit the, you know, Quint the Cephas, the guy. Yeah. Also, sit Jalen Rager though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guy you like. Give me a quick guy you like. Yeah. This is um. I'm I'm gonna go with a a rookie running back here. I'm gonna stay with the rookie running back advice. Sweet, sweet. He's got a split backfield between himself and Melvin Gordon. I think he's the talented back out of the two. They're playing a Raiders team who I think they're going to be able to run the ball on. Um, I'm looking for Javante Williams to make that leap. We expected it to happen. That's why they drafted him where they did. That's why we were taking him at the spot. You took him in fantasy. And now's the time. I mean, he's yards per carry. He's beating Melvin Gordon yards per yards after catch. He's beating Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon had that big run week one. He hasn't really been that effective as a rusher since then. Javante Williams is more explosive as a playmaker and I think you're really going to see that. I think this is the week where he gets 10 plus carries. He turns it into a valuable game. He gets in the end zone. I like Javante Williams this week. Nice. Rookie running backs. Love the advice. Nick, talk to me. 
guy you like, guy you don't like, kick rocks, guy you want to put up on a pedestal. Guy I like, Michael Pittman. Um, I think that he is going to have a field day with the Texans. Um, he had a nice week last week, but you know, I think Carson's going to continue to ride a guy that has been giving him some productive numbers. And, um, you know, I think that goes a long way when you've kind of find some chemistry with the guy. Um, so Michael Pittman for the Colts against the Texans. And then a guy that I do not like, um, I don't know if he's even going to play, but I think Chris Carson is a guy that you got to be wary of because they're going to ease him back into it. I think that he has been shaky all season with how much playing time he gets and they're not going to throw him 25 carries right off the bat. And I don't even necessarily know that he's going to have a good day against the Seahawks defense. They're not a great defense this season, but they are good against the run. So I'm not liking Chris Carson. I like those picks a lot. I think the Chris Carson situation with Collins in the mix um, leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, a guy I like, I'm buying into the hype. I'll ride the rookie train. I think it's going to be a slobber knocker in Cleveland. High scoring game. Cardinals and Browns going at it toe to toe. Rondale Moore. I think the guy is an absolute spectacle. I think game in and game out, he gets better. And Kingsbury is really finding a way to use him. There are a lot of people on the dance floor. We say it a bit differently on our podcast, which you guys should go Cooks check in the out. kitchen. Thank you, Nick. Which you go check out on Spotify or Apple. Cukes, Cukes in the kitchen. Brandon Cukes in the kitchen. Um, but I will say one guy that I would like to hold off, uh, no, promote, would be Rondell Moore. Um, I think he's going to be excellent this week. A guy I'd like to hold off on, Tyler Lockett. I know he's a big pick, um, but they're going into Pittsburgh on Sunday night. Geno Smith is a starting quarterback, and I am not stoked on Tyler Lockett. You know what happens every season is yep. Ty Lockett has two or three huge weeks, yeah. monstrous weeks. Then he goes silent for the rest of the season. Boomer bust. He's yeah, great. The, cra- the crazy thing about this year was that they were week one and week two. Yes. Yeah. So that really threw people for a loop. You should have sold, should have sold high on him because yeah. especially, I mean, you can't predict that Russell Wilson's going to get hurt, but it happened. And here we are. Um, I, guys, I think the Steelers team is turning a page. I think we're about to get a couple of wins from them back to back to back. I no, I think they're going to absolutely smoke them like a brisket. I think they're going to beat up on the Seahawks undoubtedly would be my take um, on the situation. Uh, but I, I, I think I even like a lot of the Steelers receivers. I like Claypool. I lo- I've actually come to love Deontay Johnson. I think people were taking Deontay Johnson high in fantasy drafts, and I was yeah. not biting that bullet. Well, but now, now they're getting there. a ton of help, too, because Juju's out for the rest of the year. So Yes, Juju Smith-Schuster is also out for the rest of the year. I mean, fantasy has been really interesting this year. I think a lot of the running backs who are, I mean, obviously the McCaffrey injury injury isn't great. I think Kamara has been a bit underwhelming, but I think I've been happy with Zeke. Obviously Derek Henry has been excellent. Uh, Eckler, you know, chargers guy is a guy we should highlight for sure. Um, but I think, I think a big worry that I had that I just want to kind of quickly touch upon was what's going to happen in this Cleveland backfield. Both these guys are eating hunt has been excellent. And Chubb has also been excellent. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I think Chubb has been underperforming from a fantasy perspective a little bit, yeah. but but just because he hasn't hit the end zone enough, you know. I mean, but it, it'll still top ten. Are they? Is he? But Hunt's even higher, which is yeah. No, Hunt is higher. Yeah, but Chubb and Hunt are both top ten fantasy running back. Love that. I mean, there could have been a time if if the Hunt if Hunt never gets kicked off the cheeks, we could be still be saying that he's a better running back than Chubb at that point. Right. I mean, it's kind of crazy. You mentioned Derrick Henry. He has, I think, 30-plus more carries than any other back in the NFL right now. 
That's so crazy. Yeah, I could. I honestly am a little That's scared. Trade. Someone offered me him in a trade. I'm a little scared. Like I don't. I don't. I, I mean, mean Nick Chubb no. is Nick Chubb is the number two rushing running back in the NFL. Hundred and. 17 yards less than Derrick Henry, but on 52 less carries. Oh my God. That's wild. Well, let's see if we can do 2K again. Um, but that's our time here, folks. That was segment two, fantasy advice, betting advice. We're the charity stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. I'm Joshua Fish along with Alexander Tosopoulos, Nicholas Snacks, Kreider. We out ya. We love you so damn much. I want to give a quick shout out to our friend, Stan Diego, a local knowledgeable realtor. Stan Diego went to San Diego high school then to San Diego State University. San Diego Kimmerman knows all about your city. Give him a call now for any of your buying, selling, or investment needs at 619-940-STAN. That's 619-940-7826. Go to sandiego.com now to find out more. Thank you for joining us. Please catch the Charity Stripe every Thursday at 6 p.m. on the Mightier 1090 AM SoCal Sports Talk. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.